What is meant by the differentiated desire is that there is space between. The space between the desiring and the desired, which is to say the assertion of a subjectivity that is without the desired object. And here we fall back into or invert perhaps back upon the question of the libido, the naturally inexhaustible play mechanism, or the thing which is desiring the object. It is rather that the libido could be said to constitute at base and foundation the subjectivity of the organism. So that when the organism is desiring any one thing, it is rather the shifting libido which is moving to fulfill the uh, subjective void, whether it's food or water or sex. In whichever way the act, the consumptive or the productive act is being constituted, the, the libido itself is shifting. And so the libido itself could be said to be the true constitution of the subject insofar as the subject can be constituted in its shifting mechanism, which is to say the imaginal or the imagination space, the space which is always being constituted and reconstituted by the newborn desire, which is the shifting ephemeral realm of the life experience of the subject. Once the subject continually comes up against the bounds of its lived experience and necessarily desires beyond lived experience into the realms of the metaphysical, the metaphorical, moving into new space and new ground, which is to say that the libido itself is a conquering mechanism, which is to say that the libido is reincorporating or incorporating the constituent differentiated desired object into the constituency or the desiring subject. This metaphorical libidinal playground is always already the imaginal playground, which in turn ends up constituting the real. The constitution of the real is then an arbitrary one based fundamentally and foundationally upon the libido or the act of desiring, which then, of course, comes up upon the question of whether or not that desired act will be consummated in the real or rather in the imaginal. As suggested by Spellrein, the, the schizophrenic or neurotic response will be to constitute the desiring in the imaginal, and it will remain in the imaginal as in an inversion or an introversion. This, of course, ends up being fundamentally at a metaphysical and for the most part physical at a social and cultural level. The, the, the true condition of the libido, what I mean when I say this is that the true condition of the libido is necessarily unconditional, that that which constitutes the libido itself is beyond and precisely in being beyond it is continually constructed and reconstructed as the essential without or the essential 
disincorporated. Again, this is at the essence, something of the death drive of losing the body or the lost body or reclaiming the lost body as in a death and rebirth process. In this way, the libido is the essential imaginal mechanism is in a constant state of becoming. There is no achieved libido function, which is to say that the essential striving is the striveless striving or the desireless desire, which in foundation and in base form is an ever shifting essence, which is itself the impelling or the propelling of being into life, which is the drive, of course. The difficulty here of constituting any desired experience is then one of that the desired experience is never fully constituted or actualized because the desired experience does not actually exist insofar as that it exists long enough to be constituted because the moment it is constituted in whatever fragmented or fractured form from the initial desired desiring function, which is to say the image of the desire or the archetypal image. The libido function is always already beyond the constitution of this desire or that desire. This obviously presents an existential problem in relation to the libido. And one is essentially forced or by way of recognition or self-realization to reorient one's relationship to the libido function as in a endless fulfillment of unfulfillment or an endless becoming of being in the sense that the imaginal or creative function of the libido is rather something that's endlessly unrealized or endlessly creating and recreating the, the beyond the bounds and bonds of its uh, constituted reality or that which has been made manifest, whether by way of the creative expression of archetypal image or images or the enactment of said desire fulfillment in the realm of the real, which you could say is the constitution of the social and cultural space, the sphere of the public or the sphere of the world, that the libido function is something that is ceaselessly never achieved. And in this ceaseless never achieving, we grasp the true root and meaning of the libido function. Rather the impossibility 